On behalf of my Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ, I bring to you and offer to each and every one of you his love, his grace and his peace. And I pray that the words of my mouth be inspired by the Spirit of God alone and that the thoughts of our minds and the meditations of our hearts be pleasing and acceptable to our Father in heaven. It was 500 years ago when Luther and numerous other theologians of that time were charged by the church of false teaching and having no regard for the truth as the church understood it at that time and so they were all condemned as heretics, the whole lot of them. At the centre of their teaching was the truth that we are justified by the grace of God alone, something that we've heard over and over again in our lives and something that we have taken for granted. By grace alone through which sinners like you and me enter into and enjoy a peaceful relationship with our God in heaven through our faith created in us by the Spirit of God himself. For the best part of 1,500 years, the Pope, the councils had built a prison with their laws and their regulations that held the people captive at at that time, depriving them of the gospel of joy in their relationship with God. The church at that time taught that the way to justification, to living in a right relationship with God, was through perfect obedience to his laws, which is an an impossibility, and it laid an impossible burden upon the people of that time, a burden so heavy that people were crushed under the weight of the guilt of their sin. No wonder people were deserting the church at that time. No wonder people were deserting the church even before them. And it's no wonder that people are deserting the church even in our present day. What the Reformation did was to help people rediscover joy in their relationship with God. A relationship in which by God's grace alone He was completely on their side, did not hold their sin against him and had no anger in his heart towards them. And all this because of their faith in his son Jesus who by his suffering and death on the cross in their place and in our place has fulfilled the demands of the law for us and therefore he has set us free from the law's demands. At the heart of the Reformation was Paul's letter to the Galatians. This letter is the most grace-saturated and liberating book in all of Scripture. You should read it for yourselves. It exploded the church's distortion of the gospel and blew the prison that held people captive to the law to pieces thereby helping people to rediscover joy in their relationship with God. 
Perhaps something is we need to discover for ourselves over and over again. To rediscover the joy in our relationship with God. In other words, to live joyfully in our lives here in this earth, knowing the joy that we have in our relationship with God, not because of anything we can do, but entirely because of what God has done for us and his love for us in Jesus, his son, who stretched out his arms on the cross and said, this is how much I love you. Luther said that if he could believe that God was not angry with him, he would stand on his head with joy. I've tried that, but I can't remove my head from my shoulders. I can't stand them. When he did discover this wonderful truth based on scripture alone, that God was not angry at with him, he felt altogether like he had been born again and had entered into paradise itself through open gates. Have you ever known such joy yourself? That it feels like you've been born again and entered through the gates into paradise itself. To discover that is one of the most wonderful experiences and you'll never forget it no matter what life is about. You will never lose that joy, a joy that moved the heart of Luther. He knew that joy because he knew God was not angry with him. The joy of living in paradise, he said. Not when this life on earth is ended, but already, here and now. It's as if with this, the joy we experience, we have entered into paradise itself. Now that is rediscovering joy, and that is exactly what the gospel, the good news, is for. The gospel does not change, but boy, it changes us. And it does change the way we live in our relationship with God. We no longer live in fear of the wrath of God and the anger of God because we are guilty sinners. We now live in a joyful relationship with God, you and I. For the gospel holds a cross of Jesus before us. And on it, God is showing the depth of the love he holds for us in his heart. It is from the depth of his heart that his grace flows into our lives and covers us over. Grace that forgives. Grace that clothes us in the garments of Christ's own righteousness. Grace that embraces us as God's very own now in this life and life in eternity. I was going to say in heaven, but Jesus said that he's brought the kingdom of heaven to us. So for us, heaven has already begun for us. And soon enough, by the grace of God, we will take up residence in that, in that place Jesus has prepared for us in his Father's mansion above the clouds where our joy will be full and our joy will be forever. Today we remember with thanks to God the Reformation of 500 years ago, 
but we most certainly celebrate with gratitude the reformation that has taken place in our own lives. We celebrate with gratitude the power of God's transforming, reforming and life-changing grace that has changed our relationship with him to one of sheer joy. Secure in the wonder of this amazing truth, we now live to share that joy. We share that joy with one another and with all others. Heaven knows that what this world needs at the moment is joy. We have it, you and I. We live in a world, troubled world, full of so much trauma and suffering, so much uncertainty and hopelessness, so much need and want, not only in our church family here in Mount Barker, not only in this community in which we live, but right across the world we live in today. Everyone needs to know the joy that we have. Today God is calling us to share the joy we have in our relationship with him in any way he leads us, in any way that is needed and in any way that we are able. May we joyfully be faithful and obedient to his call so that through the joy we share with others they rediscover joy in their relationship with God and the joy of living with a sure and certain hope of their joy being made full when they enter paradise, there to live with us in the joyful presence of God now and forever. There was a time I thought I was happy. I was happy with what I was able to accomplish, but I never knew the joy that I have now the joy that was accomplished for me by Christ, my Saviour. Happiness is a fleeting thing. It depends on the situations and circumstances in our lives, but nothing can shake the joy that is ours, knowing the joy we have in our relationship with God, and nothing can take that away from us. So share it with one another, so that we all may know what joyful living is really all about in this world. God bless you with the joy of knowing Christ. God bless you with joy in your relationship with him now and forever. Amen. <laughs>